Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So... What's your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville! How's everybody doing? It's time, once again, for your favorite... We certainly hope it's your favorite, but your favorite... Let's not deny it any longer. This is your favorite weekly podcast of the weird, true-life experiences of actual human beings that come onto the show and share those actual true-life weird experiences that they've experienced as an actual true-life human being here, the What's Your Weird Story podcast, with me, the effervescent Adam Beebe. I don't know. I guess I'm effervescent today. Uh, I'm extremely wordy. Uh, and that's because I haven't talked to our co-host Mr. Barry Johnston here in a couple of weeks. Barry, hello. It's good to see you again. Hello, Weirdsville. How is everybody? I yeah, it's been a little bit. It's been a little. Although to you, the audience, it hasn't been very long because we've been coming at you with something every week. But uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Uh, that was a really nice intro, man. Thanks, dude. I've been practicing on my own uh, with my cats. They are very good. Not quite as receptive, but you know, sometimes. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. But yeah. So how how was Halloween, my friend? It was great. Um pretty low key here uh because like, you know, we we live in a neighborhood, but um the kids around here I, I they tend to to go to these trunk or treat things these days. You ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. Trunk or treat? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so these are like, you know, held in parking lots and stuff, and just people show up with candy and uh, open the trunks of their cars, and, you know, the kids have at it. So it's a little bit different. So we actually got zero kids last night, which, you know, I mean, it's kind of a bummer. I would like to see kids out, you know? Oh, well, didn't you know? Uh, I told your wife that uh, Halloween was on the 30th. I know, I know, I <laughs> know. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to fucking punch him the next time I see him. <laughs> I think we talked about that here on the show before. Yeah. <laughs> but I tricked, The last time I was uh, back in Oklahoma, a couple of years ago, I tricked Barry's wife into thinking that they had changed Halloween to the 30th yes. uh, that year. And uh, she... <laughs> she it was great. I, she, she bought it. Me. It was fantastic. She bought it for sure. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, man, it was good. How was yours, dude? How was your Halloween? It was all right. You know, uh, I live in the college area of town, so we don't have any trick-or-treaters, but they were costumed partiers walking the streets the night before. So Nice. So nice. yeah, you know, and I was chill. I've just been watching a ton of horror movies. Yeah, man. Know, as we Yes. On the previous episode, uh, so many, so many, and I've been really focusing on some of the classics, but also a lot of zombie movies. Oh, good, nice, yeah. And I found some really cool ones. Uh, there was a great one called Little Monsters mm-hmm. out of Australia, and okay. uh, it's a uh, school teacher and a children's television show host and a washed-up musician uh, and a 
class of kindergartners uh, against zombies. Perfect. Um, yeah, it's great. It's funny. It's cute. Uh-huh. Um, it's you know, it's a it's a it's a rom com. It's a zom rom com. Is what it is. <laughs> zom rom com. Love it. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, what's funny is I was thinking about you last night because we were watching, um, I think it's the newer Evil Dead. Um, mm-hmm. It was um, 2009, I believe, is when it came out. And I'd never seen it before, so wife and I put it on and we watched it. It was pretty good. I mean, it was, um, I, it was, it, 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 I have very low expectations when it comes to uh, horror movies today, just because... Mm-hmm. I, there's just a lot of garbage out there, you know. Yes. Um, yes. But it was good, man. I mean, it was the, the a nice amount of scary, um, but but you know, bloody um, as the Evil Dead's are. Um, but it was good, man. It was really good. So awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I uh, another one that I really really enjoyed. Um, that I came late to because I know a lot of people have seen this and and the, got a lot of buzz and a lot of people are talking about it was Midsummer. Midsummer. Okay. Wow, that was just, it was beautifully shot, mm. and it was just so well put together, and just a great movie, and then things get weird, and once that starts happening, yeah, boy, it's fantastic. That's cool. So, definitely hey, check that one have out. You seen, um, have you seen the series uh, Midnight Mass yet? No, I was reading about that just today, in It's fact. very good. I think it's very good, man. It's uh, definitely... Definitely one that piqued my interest, along with Chapel Weight, which we talked about a little bit mm-hmm. before. Um, that is uh, another fantastic, uh, fantastic series that's in the vampire uh, world. Um, cool. It's a uh, Stephen King uh, series, so ah, definitely check cool. it out if you can. It's a f- really, really good one. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, speaking of Stephen King world and uh, that kind of area, you just got back. Do you like this segue? Love trying it. Trying to figure out how to make it work. Perfect. It's working. You just got back from his neck, vampire bitten neck of the woods yes. on your trip. And you had, um, we haven't told me about anything yet that you went. And I'm very curious to hear about it because I know a couple of places that you stopped at. Which uh, our listeners are definitely going to be ooh, cool that. So tell us about yeah. your trip, my friend. Barry, what's your weird story well, from I'm, your vacation? I'm super excited because um, my wife and I, we've been married for 20 years this year. So we wanted to do something special. And um, we weren't sure whether or not we were going to be able to pull it off because of all the COVID stuff, of course. Um, but it just so kind of worked out to where... It kind of the stars aligned, and about a month ago, we went ahead and pulled the trigger and and bought tickets to go to New England for um, the turn of the seasons. The um, you know the of course the foliage up there is is just magnificent uh, this time of year, and of course you never know how that's going to go because it's like you could either be a week or two behind it or in front of mm-hmm. it, you know. So it was like. We just got lucky. It was just peaking at the right time. Um, nice. So, yeah. So, we booked like a, like a nine-day trip, and we kind of told ourselves, like, let's have like a mix of like, let's do some stuff, but then let's also have enough time to just chill, you know, if we find something that we want to do or something, or even just drive around, because I really enjoy mm-hmm. driving. Just driving yeah. through that, you know, that country is just so beautiful, man. Um 
we started in, we flew into to, uh, Providence, Rhode, Rhode Island, which shockingly enough was a little bit cheaper than flying into Boston, which is great because Boston, I love Boston. It's a great city, yeah. but what a nightmare to get around in, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, the traffic is just terrible. Um, so we got lucky and we, we, we found some decent tickets. So we flew into Providence, Rhode Island. Our flight out there got in really late. So we ended up staying overnight there by the airport. Next day, we get up, we get our car. Uh, we rented a little, just a little tiny car, you know, to get around in. Uh, it was a little Toyota Camry and uh, great gas mileage. Um, oh, yeah. Fantastic. Easy to park. You know, of course, up there, you don't want a big vehicle, guys. <laughs> you know, this isn't Oklahoma. Uh, you got to park on the streets and you don't want to be parking a dually truck, you know, in, <laughs> in Salem somewhere, you know. So, uh, so yeah, we get the car, and then um, our first stop, we had got tickets to go visit and tour the Lizzie Borden house in uh, Fall River, which is just outside of, of Providence. Um, it's, like, right next door. Um, and, you, I mean, everybody kind of knows of Lizzie Borden, you know. the She was kind of the first, like you know, female murderer sort of uh, suspect uh, case that kind of took off and kind of was, uh, I guess for its time would be, um, you know, kind of like TMZ kind of material, you know, it was, it was, became very famous because, because oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, nobody at that time, um, murders, especially uh, to that magnitude, uh, there were two, two individuals that were killed, they, they weren't done like that. Um, and it was the first uh, photograph, they believe, the first photograph crime scene ever. Oh, wow. Wow. And we, so we take this tour. And I don't, don't want to get too into it because, we, believe it or not, I was able to make a connection there with our tour guide. And she's oh. so graciously going to come on the show. Fantastic. So I'm, I'm, I don't want, she's got so many stories. It's, it's, it's incredible, man. But, but just to kind of gloss over it a little bit, you get there and it's like this house just kind of has a feeling to it. It just, Mm. it, it's pretty much all original except the furniture inside, of course, you know, but they, they've replaced all the furniture. You know, they yeah, replaced they don't the, want the blood stained furniture. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some people would, I suppose. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, I mean that would make it more authentic. That would that's probably that would. That would, man. But it but it was um the cool thing is everything in there is of that time period and they, they try to match kind of what, you know, furniture and stuff was in there. And so um but but the tour itself, man, it just kind of it's hard to get a perspective on it, but you know those houses were built so differently back then, man. There's no like hallways through the house. It's it's they're little rooms that are just partitioned off. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So yeah, because back then heating was a problem, of course, right? Yeah, you know, and so big open you know hallways and stuff were kind of not cool, quote unquote. Um, so so <laughs> so anyway, we take the tour and it's all really cool, you know, and and um, I never got any weirdness. Until we went down into the basement, man. And the basement, I don't know what it is about basements that they give me the freaking heebie-jeebies. And you have to pay a little bit extra to to go on the basement tour. Um, Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
I'll tell you this, dude. You walk into, you go come down the stairs, and then there's a, a little room off to the left, okay? Mm-hmm. And Gift shop? No, <laughs> that's out back. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, it is um, out back. But um, you walk down the steps, and then you see this little room off to the back, or off to the left, and then there's a there's another doorway which goes into kind of like what would have been the laundry area of that time, but when you walk into the little room, the blood is still on the beams. It's you can see the blood stained the beams, and so you see the drips, dude. It, it's wild. It's wild, and that's where they say, like, that's where Zach Baggins went, and and um, our guest will tell us this. Zach Baggins um, freaked the fuck out when he wow. was down there, and he fucking ran out of the house, and he refused to come back because he was like, something fucking fucked with him. I don't know what it was, but he never said, but she couldn't get, they couldn't get him back into the house. He was wow. like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, but I did get... A little bit of a weird, like, hair standing up on my arms kind of a vibe, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So that was cool. That was really cool. And, you know, the it's kind of one of those things where, like, they do the whole, like, um, there's actually a picture, and I'll send it to you so we can post it. But it's uh, my, my wife, we, we put a bunch of pictures up of our trip, but uh, part of it, you can, you can sit on the couch where her dad was murdered. The dad of the house, right? The man of the house was murdered. <laughs> you sit Is on the couch. Ca- it's couch? not the real couch, but oh, it's, okay. it's, 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 it's again, a yeah, replica. Yeah. Yeah. Cover. Yeah. But the funny thing is they have a, a, a rubber, um, hatchet. <laughs> so, oh, so, so my wife's got the rubber hatchet, you know, in the, in the picture. Oh, um, but, uh, so anyway, so, and that was just, uh, it was really neat, man. It was, it was really, there's some theories in our, our, uh, our tour guide. Um, she's actually writing a book on, oh, on cool. this and she's, she's gone really deep on the forensics. She has a whole theory about what she thinks really happened there. And it's really fascinating. Um, I'll say this. I don't think she did it. I don't think it was Lizzie Borden that did it. Um, so I'll just leave it at that. Um, I think that um, there, once we get her on, we will learn some interesting facts that at that time, you know, police departments didn't have all of the technology and the things that we have now to solve cases. And they needed dependent on somebody. You know, and right. so and so um, they were, you know, none of it stuck. She ended up getting off. Um, but for a long time, everybody th- just she had that scarlet letter from that point on. Everybody just thought that she had done it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and so she had to live with that her entire life. Um, but anyway, um, I look forward to very much having Carrie on. She was our tour guide. Um, we will have her on in a couple of weeks at the end of the tour. um I just walked up to her and I said, hey, um, I have a podcast and I'm sure that everybody that comes through here asks you this, but would you mind coming on? And she was like, oh my God, I would love it. I would love to do that. So, um, oh, yeah. Very, very excited about that. Yeah, we are we are stoked to, to get her on. And uh, like I said, that'll be hopefully in a couple of weeks, we'll get that to happen, man. So um, anyway, continuing on with the trip after that, we ended well, up. Hold on. Yeah. That, that- 
did you say that's that's a bed and breakfast now though it is the boarding house yeah man but you did you didn't stay there we didn't stay there um it was you know it would have been cool to stay there but at the same time it's like that's a little bit out of our budget maybe you know what i mean it's like because the thing is the cool thing is is you can you can rent the individual rooms themselves you don't have to rent the whole or you can rent the whole thing if you want but oh wow but yeah, um, so there. I think there's three rooms that you can rent. Um, there's the guest bedroom, which is the bedroom that um, the stepmom was murdered in. Okay. Um, then there is uh, Lizzie's room, which is actually, it's her room and her sister's room. I think you can rent those out. And then there is the father's room, which is on the backside of the house um, with a whole completely uh, separate entrance to it. Um, that hmm. you can also rent. So I think there's three possibilities for rooms there. Um, so yeah, very cool. I s- highly suggest anybody going up into that area, definitely check that out because it's just such a cool story, man. And yeah. and also the stuff in there, um, dude, they have a replica of the skeletons of those two, uh, the skulls of the oh, two. Oh, really? Oh, dude. And whoever murdered them... I mean, absolutely, uh, it was rage, absolute rage. And I can't picture, I'm sorry, and this may seem, seem sexist, and I'm sorry that if that comes across that way, I don't mean it that way, but it, I don't think a woman is capable of doing that kind of damage to a human being, man. I mean... Well, you, you say that, but, and I, I mean... Maybe I, I, I think a woman w- women can do maybe anything men can do, and they can do just as brutal things. Dude, it's it's um, it's bad. I'm not trying to be, you know. I know you're not trying to be sexist, and I'm not trying to be, you know, necessarily feminist about Lizzie Borden per se. Um, but you know, I mean. I think she does. I think a woman could murder somebody. Well, easily. they can. <laughs> yes, but at the the the, right. the damage, dude. The damage is just like it's 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 brutal, man. I mean, there's basically no sides of the skulls left. It's just like just totally bashed in, man. And so I don't know, but whoever did it was angry. I'll say that they were fucking pissed, man. So. uh Great, great stuff, though. Definitely go check that out if you can. Um, but then, the so the next day, we ended up traveling up, and we stayed north of Boston up in a small town um, next to Salem, which was, uh, like, that was my the number one spot where my wife wanted to go. Um, so, but the next day, we ended up, I wanted to go to Plymouth, so we went to Plymouth, and we did the whole, like, uh, they had this, this thing, and it's called Plymouth... Uh, uh, Patuxet museums uh-huh. and it's where they actually have the village like they they've rebuilt a village there right. and so you can like walk through this village and it's it's an operating village like there's gardens in all the huts the village houses that they built all these houses are like you know raw I mean it's just it's it's four walls and uh, dirt floors and thatched roofs you know um, you know, they, you got to think they came at a time when they had nothing. The people had nothing. They were fleeing a country or countries 
that were um, oppressing their different religious and political views. And so they wanted to leave that area and at least own something. And so you'd be surprised at how sort of small these little lots are, but like everyone has a garden, you know, of course, everybody's got, you know, a cow or, or pigs or something like that. Um, they, they, interesting enough, their town hall is a, is like a two story building. And when you walk in, you're like, oh, this is kind of like, this feels kind of like a church or something or something, you know what I mean? Like, uh, cause you, there's like a pews kind of let, right. you know, laid out and stuff. But then you walk upstairs, you go upstairs and there, there are these huge cannons that are like, you know sitting there in their little ports there, you know, and, 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 and it was a fort. So, right. Okay. Because they were, you know, trying to protect themselves from the native Americans over there. The cool thing about that is, is that they also have a native American sort of, um, a little village set up so you can see how the native Americans were living at that time. Good. Wigwams and things like that, that, that were built out of bark, tree bark, you know, and, oh, wow. and limbs. Um, and it was pretty cool because they showed you how they used to make their canoes, mm. and they would they would do these huge these. They said that they they had some canoes that were like a hundred feet long. Jeez! And they would take these trees. They're just big big trees. I can't remember which type of tree, but you've seen these guys like try to redo it when you watch some of these survival you know shows or something. But they take the they they burn the the middle of the trees out. That's how they bore the holes into the trees to be able to sit in the canoe, you know. Really cool. They kind of show you how they did that. You know, you just. That's just brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. Yeah. I wonder if they were inspired by like um, like lightning hitting a tree. Because sometimes, yeah. you know, a lightning will hit a tree and it'll a good burn point. from the inside out. That's a good point. Who knows? It's fascinating that over time they figured it out. They would just yeah. put, you know, coals on top of the wood and just let it burn and burn Dude, and burn. Look, human ingenuity. Yeah. You know, throughout the ages. I mean, obviously, here we are sitting in two different states looking at these, you know, yeah. glass screens on a plastic box yep. talking to each other, Amazing. seeing each other in real time. Amazing. You know, and it wasn't that long ago, really. I mean, on the grand scale yeah. of everything. That we were, they were burning out, you know. Yeah, trees true. to make to make these. Wow, that's true. Yeah, it is true, man. It's wild. Way to go, people! You're not always always rotten. Yeah, you're not always <laughs> shitheads. That's for sure. Yeah, man. Um, so so um, so that was really cool. And getting to because I'm trying to think. I think there was like eight eight of these homes or something like that. You you walk down. It's so beautiful, man. You walk down this pathway. And and overlooking like the houses, you see the ocean, and it's just like beautiful. It just puts you there, you know. And there's people there, there's tourists there, and stuff like that. But not a ton of people, especially this time of year. Yeah. So you do. Off season is always the best to go places. Agreed. Man. Agreed. Um, always the best. It, it just felt like you were kind of taken back there, you know. Um, and then of course we did the Mayflower. We went to the nice. Mayflower. And so all this stuff is like kind of it's you pay for a pass for all three of these different sites that you go to. Um, you don't have to pay. You can only choose. You can choose one. You can choose two yeah. whatever. But we we did them all. Um, so you kind of you drive down the road and you go into Plymouth, like the little town of Plymouth there, 
Which, again, dude, it's one thing about the East Coast, and certainly up in the New England area, those towns are so cute and quaint, just little right. harbor towns that I, I just loved it. Um, and so we go to the Mayflower, and I was shocked at how small it was, to be honest with you. You know, it, yeah, it yeah. was, you're, you're picturing this huge ship, this huge ass ship that, you know, uh, you know, came here, we came, our people came here on this huge, you know, massive, beautiful ship, which it was beautiful, but it was um, not what you expect. There is a hundred and the first trip was 102 people mm-hmm. and it took 66 days, which I was like, man, it seemed like it would take longer than that, but I guess not, you know, two months. Not bad. Yeah. Not too bad. Not bad at all, considering, again, mm-hmm. just the wind. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the currents. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but again, it was just, like, pretty small. The deck itself was really small. I mean, you're not getting away from anybody on that boat. You know what I mean? You're, you're crammed yeah. in there. 102 people crammed in there. There's a third. There's a there's three levels to it. There's a the bottom level, which we didn't go in. They wouldn't allow you to go down there. Then the the mid level, which is below just below deck, and then um, the top deck. W- there was like a the uh, captain's quarters was in the uh-huh. back of the mid level deck, which was cool. And then there was another room up top on the main deck um, in the back that was more um, for the I guess quote unquote the the captain driver at that time, whoever was, was, you know, ahead of the head of, uh, steering the ship at the time. Right. But those masts, the one thing that, that was really interesting is the masts themselves. Um, they go all the way down to the core of the boat. Um, and they're, and they're shimmed in there with these big blocks of wood. And the guy that he was telling us, you know, the amount of wind that those things have to deal with is pretty substantial and so you've got to have that part of the boat itself has to be you know very reinforced and and right. up to the challenge um so that yeah, was, that was cool yeah i could only imagine the amount yeah because i mean first of all to catch the wind you know there's going to be resistance you know from yep. the, that's what moves it, the resistance of catching yep. the wind yep and then pushing against that wood and it's a good thing that it's wood because, you know, it's got a little bit of give, yeah. you know, yeah, organic. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, you ha- and you'd have to, I, you know, wedge it in there. Again, amazing. People think it, coming yeah. up with that stuff. Yeah. You know. For real. To us, what is so long ago, but, you know. and, and Yeah, it's 400 years. I mean, that's a yeah, long time. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a well, long that, time. Especially to, uh, to Americans, especially, that's a long time. Yeah. But, you know, in you know that's it's just amazing to understand um buoyancy and how to build a ship of that ilk is really impressive when you're when you're looking at it cuz all that shit was handmade you know it's yeah, like man. really impressive man but i was shocked at how small it was it was just like wow man this ship you know of course kind of started the ball rolling um so that was cool. So we get done um, with that portion of it. And then you can go over to the grist mill. So what happens is people came over. It takes them a couple of years to kind of get, you know, their places kind of set with their homes and things and kind of get settled. And 
of course, now you got to figure out how you process your grain. And so yep. they set up a grist mill and this thing is so cool. It's, it's set up, it's on a, on a little, on a little river. It's actually fed by a pond, which I'm assuming is a natural spring fed pond, but I would imagine. Yeah. It's like you drive over this little bridge and it's, it's part of, it's a park now. Um, but you drive over this little bridge and it's just kind of sitting there off to the side, right, right off the, the little, the stream and the um, they've got the big wheel that's you know the paddle wheel that is in the in the water that's churning that actually churns the uh, the mill itself. It's an operating mill. Um, you know, they I think it operates just to kind of show tourists and stuff. You know how that kind of thing worked. But it was pretty cool because it's a big ass piece of granite that's in a like a circular piece of granite, and um, there's a bottom and a top. And the top of it comes off and you, you swing it off and it, it kind of sits off to the side. But when they use it, they, they stick it on top of the, uh, I, this shit interests me cause I'm a brewer, you know? So yeah, uh, crushing grain is like, it may be a nerdy thing, but, uh, I, I'm, in, I'm into <laughs> it, man. Cause how yeah, else did yeah. you get shit done? You know, I mean, you had to make bread, you had to make beer, you know? Um, so that's what, you know, so it's this kind of cool, like old or old uh, round uh, granite uh, rock that they would just crush their grain in. And, and the cool thing about that is when you're done with that attached to the, uh, the mill, but a separate business is a, is a little bar and grill, like a pub. So. We and is that period or is that just now? No, it's now, but the building itself is built the way that it would have been built now it did burn down and they rebuilt it in i think she said in the 60s they rebuilt it so it's not original but it still has the feel of course that that old building would have um yeah yeah but you know again a fucking cool cool thing it it was like the weather was perfect we get out of there and by that time it's you know it's it's three o'clock or so in the afternoon and uh we go to the little pub and, and get some food and a little drink. And, uh, and then we head back, um, at back to North of Boston, which is where we're staying. And, um, and so the next day we do Salem. Oh, Salem is like my wife's, like that was on her bucket list. Got to go to Salem, you know? And so I didn't realize I should have realized this, but I didn't. Number one, it's like mid to late October. Uh, everybody and their mother is going to Salem. Right. <laughs> yes. And so yeah. I, for yeah. whatever reason in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, it's we're going to go. We're going Friday morning. There's not going to be that many people there Friday morning. <laughs> and I'm telling you, man, we only stayed like two miles away from it. But it took us an hour to get parking. That's how wow. busy it was. It was like trying to shove, um, I don't know, 50,000 people into a really, really small, like, when I say small, this town, again, is built in the 1600s, man. So everything is built on top of itself. The right. streets are really small. There's no parking whatsoever. Um, 
So, and I was not properly caffeinated, dude. And I'm telling you, I think my wife was about to shoot me. I was so, I was so aggro, dude. I was so aggro, man. I was just like, oh my God. She's like, you're ruining my trip. I'm like, I'm so freaking, I want to freaking find parking so bad. So uh, I have to cop to that. I'm, I apologize uh, to her so much, man. Oh, I feel. So <laughs> I thought in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, it's only two miles away. I'll just we'll get a I'll park. I'll go grab some coffee. We'll be fine. You know what I mean? So anyway, um, that didn't work out. Um, we find a parking space um, after an hour, which was just oh, so irritating. Um which again reinforces the whole reason why I don't live in a busy metropolitan city. Um, but uh, I did that too much in my youth, man. I'm over it. So, uh, so we end up, we actually found a great parking spot because you're kind of like in the middle of everything. So we start kind of, you know, cruising up and down the streets. Well, you know, the Corin how, I don't know if you know much about the Salem witch trials, but judge Corwin was the guy who was in charge of sentencing the, the witches, um, to death and his house is still standing and it's the only structure from that time period that's still uh standing and it was a witch uh dude i don't know <laughs> i'm telling you his house is super creepy it, it is it's super creepy and uh again i'll send pics um but it's like uh like just straight out of the 1600s and it's just like just really an imposing evil looking house and um it's just the story behind it's amazing um the next door to it is a big church and then past the big church is the house where um hocus pocus they shot hocus pocus i guess do you okay. ever see that you ever see that with bet midler I, I i'm not a big fan my wife loves that show so. i don't know if i <laughs> I I know it, I know of, of it. Yeah. I don't know if I ever saw it. Same or... thing, yeah. Me neither, me neither. Yeah. But everybody was taking pictures. Here's the weird thing, man. The weird thing is, is that like because of this, the society, the culture that we live in now, it's so weird to watch like young women take pictures in front of these like uh, these these buildings and things that are known for horrific murder and take a selfie in front of it, like primping themselves. And it's just weird. The juxtaposition is so odd to me. And so, (laughs) so there was a lot of like, you know, people that were like, uh, you know, kissing each other and stuff in front of the buildings and having people taking pictures of it. So it's just weird, man. It was really weird, but it was cool. It was, it's the kind of thing where it's like, you're going to do the tourist thing. You have to, especially there. I think that I was picturing it to be less touristy. I don't know why. I think because um, all the people that I've ever known to be into Wiccan stuff um, are kind of not that way. But then also it's a holiday and people have (laughs) commercialized it to the point to where. And not just any holiday. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's. Yeah. But but it was cool. There's so many cool shops. Um, there was a really cool consignment store that we went into, and I wish I could remember the name, but I can't. But all the oddities and weird shit that oh, people, you gosh, know, dude. it was really cool. Um, we ate some really great food. We went to um, um, Laura, is it Laura Laura K 
Cabot, I think that's her name. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like one of the big Wiccan um, ladies that she put out a bunch of uh, Lori, Lori Cabot. I believe uh, I apologize if I'm butchering that, but she's put out a bunch of books and stuff on, on witchcraft and she's like a palm reader, you know, she does all that stuff. That's the one thing there's tons of like cult stores, you know what I mean? Wiccan. Oh stores. yeah. I would imagine so. tons of them, man, you know, and everybody does readings and, and stuff like that. One of the cool things that we did uh, find there was we found a really cool shop that sold herbs and things. And would mm-hmm. put potions together for you, like it was legit. Like they were like yeah. like legit. Um, so we we did that. We got some potions made, um, you know, uh, which was which was. I didn't know what to think of it before we went in there, and but it actually was was very cool. Um, the people that potion so you uh, for your bad back or anything yeah like that. yeah uh, erectile dysfunction potion. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, you know, protection potions and things like that for our loved ones, which was nice. Um, And uh, like I said, man, ate some great food, had some great drinks. um, But ultimately, Salem for me, and and I, I, again, I highly recommend it for, for anybody that's looking to go there. Please, you know, enjoy, go. It is fun. I would like to go there when it's not Halloween. And just kind of, you know, because everything is so blown out of proportion. You know, there's so many tours going on. There's so many um, extracurricular things going on that it's kind of hard to. And also, too, the lines to get into the stores were, you know, just to get into the stores. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was fun, um, but not my favorite, uh, but but still fun. Um from there, we went up to Kenny Bunkport, uh, Maine, which was a beautiful drive. Again, when we did when we did that, uh, we drove through. Actually, on our way up there, we drove through uh, Gloucester, um, Massachusetts, which is where like a perfect storm that story took place. Right, and um, they have the statue there of the uh, the sailor there with uh, with the the wheel of the ship. It's a famous statue. Um, again, you can find it copper statue cool thing is man is that they kind of have it's like kind of like the vietnam memorial where they have all of the names for dude it goes back to the 1600s all of the names well when they had at least were able to keep people's names like in a register of that died out on on the seas um of, of that year and it's broken down every year from like the 16 or 1700s man so and, you know, I kind of went around. I'm looking for people with my last name, of course. You know? Of course. Um, so that was cool. And then we went from there. It's kind of a peninsula. So we drove the coast as much as we could all the way up around to Rockport, Massachusetts, was the cutest little town. I mean, oh God, dude, the beaches were amazing. Um, the little shops and stuff were amazing. That's where I sent you the picture of the cemetery. And it's in the background. You see the ocean. You see like, the, oh yeah, oh dude, it's so cool, man. Um, so then we we out of there. We we drove up the coast more up into Maine. We went to Kenny Bunkport, Maine, which was another just God, just a cute little harbor town. All the little shops and stuff. Like you could tell everybody was just happy that people were out and about. Um, you know, the stores owners have been taking it in the in the cheek. You know. 
Oh, yeah. With COVID. Uh, we found a freaking amazing little brewery there that also was a distiller. So they made their own, you know, spirits. Had a great lunch. Probably the best lunch of the whole deal. Great lunch, man. Uh, great beers. Um, the wife got a, a little, uh, a nice little cocktail um, of their of their uh, in house uh, brewed. Uh, I think I think it was a uh, I think it was a gin uh, cocktail. Really good. Um, spent a couple of days in Kennebunkport, and then we drove to New Hampshire. So we made a big circle, basically. Okay. Nobody talks about New Hampshire, man. New Hampshire is one of the most beautiful. It's like Maine. It's like, it's kind of country. Oh, yeah. Now, I mean, I've, I know people, the people I know who have talked about New Hampshire are usually people from like New York. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's in, in, or people from New England in general. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's like a New York getaway. Like, you know, yeah. Um, it's it's what I mean by that is like say Maine right it's only a I think the whole state has a million and a half people yeah and it's kind of feels the same I don't I'm not sure about New Hampshire but it's got the same feel there's not a ton of people of course they have towns and cities and shit where people live but it's like comfortable it's uh it's it's spread out you know what I mean um, but it's just absolutely breathtakingly beautiful especially this time of year with the leaves changing we drove to a little town called Conway New Hampshire. Um, and we took a train ride. Um, it was a historic train ride. Uh, I think the place was built in the 1920s. It was 100 years old. It's an old train station. You go up, you take this little train ride through the mountains. It was beautiful, awesome. And then at our last stop, which was, I mean, one of the one of the best, was a little place called Tilton, New Hampshire. Okay. And we stayed at a place called the Tilton Inn which is known for its ghost activity and um like taps have done some uh some stuff there you know they've mm -hmm. gone there and they've done a couple of couple of nights there um and and a uh, as well as a bunch of other uh ghost uh hunting um outfits but their whole story is it was built in 1875 and it burnt down three times and apparently in one of the fires, a little girl named Laura, who was 12 years old, died. Oh, tragic. And it was it was kind of at that time when it was built, it was like the shit. It was like where people, cele celebrities would go to stay. So like um, Thomas Edison stayed there, Henry Ford, um, some other notable people. I'm uh, looking at it right now, man. And it is... I mean, it's old timey looking, and uh -huh. it's gorgeous. Oh, it's know? beautiful! It's beautiful. It's again, uh, the rooms are super small, you know. And you, for, mm -hmm. you know, for in, that back then they would have been luxurious suites, you know. But they're mm -hmm. you know little small rooms. Um, nothing, nothing crazy. Um, and I didn't get any weirdness. I didn't feel anything strange or odd until the second night that we were there. Um. I went to bed and um, and was fast asleep and 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 about maybe two o'clock in the morning, um, my wife wakes me up and she's like, "Oh my god, did you touch my pillow?" And I was like, "No, what are you talking about?" She said that she's laying there and she feels like someone take a hand and 
like press down two times on the pillow, like trying to like wake her up. Oh, wow. And then her backpack, which is sitting um, off in a little cubby, was sitting on top of, uh, of her bag, her other bag, fell off onto the floor. And uh, I got the goosebumps, man. Like, I, 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 that was one point where I was like, holy shit. I don't know. It's hard to, to who knows? But my mind was saying to myself, if I see an apparition of a little girl right now, I'm going to freak the fuck out. You know what I mean? So I get like this yeah. chill, oh, yeah. man. I was like, oh, my God, man. That's so weird. So I don't know what, what it was, but we started, we downloaded quickly a couple of these apps, you know, like we've had, we talked before, like, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and one of them was so scary. We had to turn it off because it was this thing that like, um, it sounded like a, like a demon's voice or something. I don't know, man. We freaked out. We, we turned it off. We turned on another one where there was a recorder and uh and one of the ones where it makes the the like the uh the the stick figure the guy the people you know what i'm talking about uh-huh. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. we downloaded one of those we didn't really catch too much but um it was cool it was a great trip dude i would say this dude it's, it was one of the funnest most relaxing um best trips i've ever had in my life and i strongly recommend people going out there and checking it out. It's just a it's just a great time. It's a great time. Awesome. I could have spent awesome. a month there, you know. Hey everybody, this is Dave Schrader from the Holzer Files on Travel Channel. You're listening to What's Your Weird Story. And the girl, the babysitter girl, she picked up the phone and there was a policeman on the other side. And he said, we've tracked the phone call and it's coming from inside the house. Whoa. Yeah, dude. I love those urban legend stories. Dude, I do too. And you remember the one where the girl, it's always the babysitter or it's the kids making out in Lover's Lane, but there's the one where the girl comes up and she finds the kids are watching TV and she turns them around and their face has SpaghettiOs. Oh, man. Or the hook guy. Remember the oh, hook the guy? Oh, the hook. The hook was hanging from the rear view yeah. mirror. Yeah. Yeah. So if you got a story that is similar to any of those awesome urban legends, we want to hear it. Because, you know, those urban legends, man, they started off as somebody's true life weird story. It's got to be true somewhere. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad you had those experiences, the weird ones, and as well as just the uh, the fun ones. Yeah, 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 it was great. Speaking of weird experiences, I heard you had something happen to you. I did, uh, and I you knew that because I texted you about it, and I texted a few other people. But uh, so yeah, so um, as we have well established here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast, I am ghost blind. I have had no experiences. And have lived in places that were supposed to be extremely haunted, reported to be extremely haunted. Um, I've been around people who've, you know, had experienced seeing stuff where, you know, again, me, nothing. So, you know, that is the least 
thing from my mind that's ever going to happen to me. Yeah. But I did have a unusual experience, and um, I don't know. You don't so know. You don't, I, know, you don't know what to make of it. You're still trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I went to. Uh, I just finished uh, working, and I went to uh, Oli's, uh, which is a discount store, and they've got all sorts of everything that overstock basically from other stores. Uh-huh. And they, you know, I always go in and uh, you know look at their books and uh, stuff like that. Um, but the first thing I needed to do, the, the first reason I stopped there was to use the restroom. So I know exactly where it is. I've been to this store before. I go back and get to the restroom. It's a small restroom. I don't remember it being this small, but it was a small restroom, men's room. Uh-huh. It was just one urinal um, and then one stall, you know, a toilet seat. Yeah. And uh, so I walk in and I just go right to it. You know, I'm just like hit to the urinal. Because I had to pee. So I'm taking care of my business, you know, just kind of like nothing. There's no music inside or anything. And I hear a uh, kind of a uh, kind of a sound. Okay. You know, it's like somebody's like, uh, like, you know, like somebody's, you know, kind of struggling straining a little struggling straining yeah. straining having a bit of an exhale there yeah on the toilet i'm like oh oh i didn't realize there was somebody in here and uh i'm like okay well all right i was almost made a kind of a joke about it to the person i'm like oh i didn't know you were in there yeah yeah and, uh, but i didn't i didn't i just kept going through my business yeah and I, you know, finished up and then i uh i was washing my hands and I, you know, everything. And I turn around, I'm leave, and I was, I'm turning around to leave, and I'm like, you know, look back, and I noticed that the door to the toilet stall was slightly open. Uh huh. But Barry, there was no one shitting. Wow! Really? There was nobody. Okay, so John, so you were you were pissing in the in the urinal, yes. Okay, right. and it was right next right. to the yeah. So okay. it's like fix it. Here's the corner. You know, you got the door. You got a trash can. You got a, um on you know the one side. You got the hair hand dryer on your right when you go in. You got the um, on the right side. You got the sink. Yep. And then there's a urinal, and yep. then there's a, um, you know, and a partition between the sink and the urinal, and then, and then there's a, the little cubicle toilet okay. stall. Right. Right. And yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I turned around and I looked, and because I thought, you know, oh, this is probably somebody who works there. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, couldn't help it. And I mean, I know it wasn't me because I know when I, you know, yeah. make sounds like that myself. Yeah, of course. I'm conscious n- enough of myself to be aware when I would be going, you know, especially yeah. that particular was it, kind. Was it loud? It was, well, it was loud enough that loud I could enough, hear it yeah. while, while I'm, you know, full stream. I'm, well, uh, what I, right. Well, what I mean, it was, it wasn't a muffled kind of a, it, oh, it was kind of, it was low. It was okay. not, it wasn't really loud. It was just kind okay. of like somebody was trying to even like, just kind of like, 
stay uh, quiet so you don't hear him kind of a thing. Exactly. Oh, wow. Exactly. Holy shit. What do you think, dude? What do you think? I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. I mean, I walked out of there, and I'm still like, there was nobody in there. I clearly heard this grunt. Yeah. And I know it wasn't me, but I know I heard this thing. Holy shit, man. Yeah, dude. Crazy. And I mean, you never heard anything about anything else from that area or anything or that store that did. I, no, I mean, weirdness. Man, I, didn't, I didn't talk to anybody yeah. about it. I, yeah. Like, That's weird. I just, you know, I go, I went outside and I was like, uh, and I texted you guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You did. And, and the text was like, dude, I fucking, I had a wild thing happen. I don't know. It, it, that's bizarre. Um, who knows, man? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I mean, I'm but, not ruling it out. I don't know for certain, but I may that may have been my the phantom shitter yeah. may have been my first encounter with a ghost. <laughs> the phantom shitter. Somebody, you know, it's one of those residual energies that is just Hell so yeah. imprinted in that stall, man. Somebody Absolutely. gave their life in that stall, dude. Or yeah. <laughs> a part of it for sure. Oh wow. <laughs> Well, that's crazy, man. Well, you never told me the story, so that's that's uh, the first I'm actually hearing the full story. That's yeah. that's wild, man. Damn, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I think that um, one thing that my trip certainly taught me is is that there's a lot of weird shit out there. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe doing this podcast has helped open up some of those doors a little bit. I don't know. Maybe we're more perceptive. It very much, you know, I mean, it very much could be, you know. Yeah. It could be that we were kind of just uh, walled off, you know. We, we yeah. like hearing about this stuff. We like watching TV and stuff like that. But, you know, we never, having never had an encounter. Yeah. And thinking that maybe that that's because, you know, you just you can't. Yeah. You know, maybe that was kind of put a, a kind of veiled perception to us we limited our own perception yeah maybe maybe now maybe we've opened up a little maybe but my experience is just like yours we're like is that real like i I don't know what to make of that you know what i'm saying like i didn't see or hear or feel or whatever the thing but i felt something it was like oh shit this is weird yeah but you know barry i think that is something that a lot of our listeners and uh, our storytellers for sure can relate to that. You know, I mean, how often, you know, is a story started off with, I don't believe in ghosts or any of this shit, but, and then this weird thing happened to me, you know? So, yeah. So, you know, I mean, exactly. We've had of our, we've had, we've had these, and, and coincidentally, around the same time that these things happen to each, each other independently. So. I know, very cool, man, very cool. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't really just put that together till we just started talking about it. Yeah, yeah, that's so crazy. Wow, wow. Well, hey, amazing, awesome. Well, hey, everybody, um, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. That was my weird little weird story, and that was Barry's weird stories from his travel. And uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back to. The regular kind of format of weird stuff. I mean, I guess this is regular format. We both tell yeah, these yeah. stories and stuff. But uh, we got lots of cool stuff coming up throughout the end of the year. And we just appreciate you guys, everybody in Weirdsville listening. And we hope that uh, you are doing well and that you all survived Halloween as well. If you have any extra candy, uh, you can send it our way. 
But more than candy, we want to hear your stories. We yes. want to hear your weird experiences. Have you had an experience with the with the the Phantom of the Bathroom? Absolutely, anything like that. I mean, uh, you Maybe know, you saw Bigfoot, or, or somebody's seen Bigfoot taking a dump. We would love to hear that story. Amazing. They don't have to be bathroom related. Yeah. I just want to get that out of the way. With, uh, but we don't but mind it. They can be. They can yeah. be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, come on the podcast, guys. We uh, are yep. always looking for guests. Yep. Um, always looking for great stories. And uh, thank you for everyone that is supporting us and yep. uh, tuning in on a regular basis. We appreciate it. It's the reason why we do it. Yep. And we will see you next week here on your favorite weekly show. We Remember, we've all accepted that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Once again, we'll see you next week here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Until then, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.